boom recording here we go welcome to browns out of town episode number two we'll get to the point of the whole thing here in a minute uh but just wanted to thank everybody for downloading the first episode uh make sure that you rate review subscribe give us money that'd be way cool because some of us don't have jobs right now uh so if we could like if we got 60 people to give us a thousand dollars, like that's a pretty good uh, yearly salary. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. I think we can do a little bit with that. I yeah. mean, we could split it half and half. So like that's 30 G's each way. I mean, that's just, that that's livable. Yeah. I can make do. So if we get 60 people to give us a thousand dollars, that'd be cool. Um, even if 10 people gave us $5, that'd be even way better. Uh, Cause you can see behind me. Uh, I don't have the green screen up because uh, my shit's not set up right now. So, because uh, it was inconvenient and it's tough in the new spot. So that'd be cool. Money always helps every problem. Um, just ask Donald Trump. Um, so make sure you follow us on the social media at Browns Out of Town. Uh, and then I did want to give a shout out to at Zach J. Harris. Uh, he hit us up on the Instagram. He's in Wisconsin as well. Now that I'm officially in Wisconsin, uh, gave me the lead on a Milwaukee Browns backers that aren't on the website when I looked it up the last time. So it always helps. It's a good hub to get people's information. Uh, we're doing this once a week right now. Uh, so if you want updated information, Jimmy's been doing a great job uh, putting stuff up on the Instagram. One of us has to do the Twitter, but that's something we can worry about later. Or it doesn't matter because Twitter's dead. Um that brings us to our next part. <laughs> uh, I already swore once. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that we know uh, that swearing is going to happen. It's a Browns podcast. It's a sports podcast. We're not going to do it all the time. Uh, Jimmy has a child, so I want to make sure that she can listen to it at some point um, sooner rather than later. So we're going to do that. But we're going to keep it uh, real, and it's going to happen on accident. Um, I forgot to introduce us. I'm Ray Roberts. Uh, you can follow me at my stupid shit at whoisrayroberts.com. Uh, Jimmy Crawford, what do you want to pimp out? Let's go with uh, Ad Beers Bourbon Barbecue. Just had a post uh, right before this uh, recording here. Go check that out. Okay. Anything else? Do you have a website for that yet or no? No, no website, just the Instagram. That's fine. I mean, that works. Uh, so check that out. Uh, it's a great spot for you um want to hit a move update i am officially out of ohio now so this is not a sham podcast i am out of town um liking it so far had cheese curds the first night that i lived here so got that knocked out of the way with i know like i put a tweet out that was like i'm just gonna ask everybody who has cheese curds and that's how i'm gonna say hello to everybody until i get some i think that is how you say hello in wisconsin um, i thought that was standard well, when you drive up here, so it's like the move was fine. Like it was eight out every bit of eight hours. Uh, I mean, the drive was like seven, seven and a half. But uh, you drive by some pretty cool stuff in Gary, Indiana, which is just a trash city to drive through. Um, but you drive by, it's called the Cheese Castle. So that was kind of cool. Um, that's like right when you drive through Wisconsin. So there's a bunch of cool stuff up here. Um, we've hit a couple local parks uh, to do some walks and um it's been nice it seems cool um everybody's been super cool um shout out to rounding third it's a bar in milwaukee that i did an open mic at on sunday uh the guy talked to me he's a Bengals fan he was born in wisconsin as a Bengals fan so we got to talk AFC north for a minute yeah yeah because um, i told him i was a packers fan growing up and then i wanted to stick with the browns and he's like yeah i grew up uh i guess he's from like He's, like, from, like, the Buffalo area originally, but was a Bengals fan because he grew up, like, during the Asizen years and stuff like that. So, yeah. who knows? Uh, anything new in your life before we jump into the world that is the NFL? And the no. Browns? No, I just wanted to, um, you know, shout out the Browns fans in Gary, Indiana. I, you know, <laughs> we are Browns out-of-town podcast. There could be Browns listeners there. I don't want to, you know, offend them too badly. It doesn't smell that bad. Gary doesn't, so... <laughs> Nobody said anything the about the smell of Gary, Indiana. Oh, they didn't? Okay, sorry, my bad then. Sorry, Gary. <laughs> a lot of I great people from Gary, Indiana. Yeah, the I glass over there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird time. Have you ever driven through there? Yeah, it stinks. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this whole podcast is just going to be Barry and Gary, Indiana. Hey, but uh, still, 
you know, follow, like, rate, subscribe, support, whatever you do, Gary. Good, good for you guys. Yeah, Thanks. move to a better town. Um, you can do that as well. Um, but no, it was fine. It's just weird. Like they have that random like train that runs right through the town, and it's very disorienting. Like it, it's yeah. honestly like a Fallout uh, level in there. It almost that feels is like a good description. Yeah, it's like Fallout. Yeah, and it's, it's like they have, plan. like, a metro for no reason. Like, the city's not that – whatever. Okay, we're not going to bury Indiana. Let's bury uh, David and Joku <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah. What a clown. Uh, I, dude, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just Rosenhaus, honestly, and I, I know we're going to get to him. But I, it's funny because we talked about it last week, you know, that we're excited to have the two tight end set, which makes complete sense in a Stefanski system. He loves two tight ends. And I don't – it goes back to why Clowney wouldn't join the team. You would think that Austin Hooper would only elevate Njoku's game, but he doesn't see it that way. Yeah, that's that's one of the cool things about having the Instagram too to to pair with this is that we we had this last week. We talked about it. We were wondering what the hell was going to happen. It feels like Duke Johnson last year, where like yeah, you can't have an embarrassment of riches. I mean, running back's different than tight end because there's only so many yeah. balls around to throw, anyways. Um, but with running back, you you have less of a chance, and you can make more of an impact in a three back set. I mean, look at the 49ers. I mean, that's what they did yeah. is have three running backs, yeah. and they kind of did it. And Duke Johnson threw a wrench in that. Um, but with the two, if you look at the Patriots, not to bring up the Patriots, every podcast are just the best football team over the last 30 years. And like you have two tight ends like Aaron Hernandez when he wasn't busy killing people like him and Gronkowski were a great tandem and it opened up the field. Right. Yeah. I mean, as a tight end, you're not, you shouldn't expect that many balls to begin with because you should be, you know, blocking and if, if anything, being a distraction, if you're that talented, you shouldn't, I mean, Gronk opened up the field for Edelman countless times in, in New England. You know what I mean? Granted, he was getting the ball, but Gronk is Gronk. He's a completely different talent uh, spectrum than Njoku is. Right. Austin Hooper's not catching a thousand balls yeah. a season. Like, he's a good tight end because of what he does when he's got the ball, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And you but, have to catch the I mean, ball first, which, like you said, we're yeah, going to get to Rosenhaus. Like, who is is he just doing this as a charity case? Like, is Njoku good enough for Drew Rosenhaus, or is he just I like? I don't think that Rosenhaus is that great of an agent, though. I mean, he's a big name because he has all the big time guys, but like, I, I it just seems like he's he's got the troubled guys though too. You know, he's what I mean? impressive like, to me. There was like a what was it like before E sixty or thirty for thirty or whatever. Like when he had T.O. as a a client, I'm sure he still does, but like they had like that thing where they interviewed him, like they had a whole thing on SportsCenter or whatever about how like he has a house phone in every room and he doesn't believe in cell phones because he doesn't want like to be out of coverage when people call and like he'll be on dates and take calls from his clients. Like he wants them to call him all the time. Like he's got phones in the showers and you just like, all right, dude, we get it. Like you're the super agent, but at a certain point, what's what's the deal yeah i don't i don't know he he's kind of guy i think that just gets in dude's ears you know because if he if he negotiates a better contract he gets more money so which is true but i mean he's also gotta he's not gonna get more money somewhere from a trade this year and so what he's gonna go play for like let's say he goes to the texans like duke johnson because bill o'brien will take anybody like he goes down there and he thinks that the Texans are going to give him more money. Like, is he, I don't, I don't get it at all. I mean, that's what you have to bank on is you're going to get traded and you're going to have a good year and then you're going to restructure, you know, or renegotiate. Yeah. I don't know. Send him. I don't even know what hole we really need other than the glaring hole that uh, Jadavian Clowney could have filled, but decided that he didn't want to for no reason. Right. Did you see that interview on McAfee by chance? No, I don't think I did. Okay, so I was just watching it again. Big McAfee fan show. Um, so if was he it wants today? to, uh, it was yesterday. The Charles oh, Robinson from Yahoo Sports was on there, and he oh, was no, saying, okay, so he said that the because everybody wanted to give Clowney a one-year deal for like fifteen, um, yeah. and that was like what he said. And I guess the number that he wants is twenty, um, and the Browns even offered him. Um, what was the thing? Uh, they said that they offered him 18 to 19 million a year and it was a multiple year deal. So he was going to be like set on money 
for like it was like a two or three year deal for 18 or 19 and Kalani yeah. and his people turned it down that's that seems not a great business decision who's his agent i wonder <laughs> i don't know we can look that up uh oh it's the same people that um because he said it it's the same people that rep miles garrett like they have the same agent oh um is it bus cook it no be. that's not right anymore i wish i was quicker at this um bus cook it is okay um, because they're, and that was like what, what, uh, this Charles guy said is that like, they, they tried dealing with the clowny thing for a while and they're like, screw it. Like, we've already got one of your people here who likes playing in Cleveland, who is a great player, great locker room guy. Why don't we just work on like giving you money for Miles Garrett instead? Like it's, yeah. it, I guess it was a clowny turned out. Like it wasn't really even their people. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't understand that. It has to just be that it's Cleveland or something. I don't, I don't understand that though. It, it, it works so much better in the NBA getting these guys together through free agency. And you know, granted, there aren't many big moves in the NFL when it comes to free agency compared to the NBA. But you would think that these guys would want to work together because their game is going to reflect in other aspects. You know, like if Miles is getting double teamed, then Jadavian can be open. It, 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 that's how football works. Like there's only yeah. so many guys on the field. It's 11 on 11, and one yeah. of the guys is under center. Under center. So yeah. it's 11 on 10. So, like, yeah. and it doesn't – it just doesn't make sense. Like, I get that you don't want to live in Cleveland all year round, but the season's, what, three months, four months? Like, yeah. you can live wherever the hell you want the rest of the year. Buy a second yeah, house. Like, you don't – like, LeBron wasn't living in Cleveland all year round. Like, they had their hotel at the nine. I mean, they had their house in Bath or whatever, but, like – you you get your spot there for the season then you go do whatever you want like it just yeah it is what it is like you're a millionaire for a reason and for with nobody else offering you more I guess the number throw that was thrown out there for Seattle was like 14 or 15 for a year and they're not touching it and Seattle knows like what he is too you know what I mean like you if if they're not going to pay more I don't you know and we're paying him more just because we have the money and because we have yeah. somebody who's going to unlock him. Like, that's going to yeah, be – Exactly. We see the potential in it. it it's mind-blowing. But... Well, and that's kind of – It is Cleveland. <laughs> well, well, the Vernon contract now, like a lot of people – so I brought that up uh, because the Vernon contract, they, I mean, you can get into it because you looked at the numbers more and changed it around more. But it looked like they opened up more money. I mean, we have the money anyways. You don't need to open right. up more money, which is yeah. smart to do. I mean, you always want to open up more money if you can. Yeah. But like it, it would seem like they're looking at. I mean, I know we we're gonna sign Miles Garrett for the price of the team, but like, it looks like they're moving it around for somebody new. Yeah, yeah. I I like this deal. I I, I mean, if he does play all season and we didn't do anything with the deal, then we pay him fifteen mil. You know. But if he now if he's with us all season or not because it's a guaranteed deal now we pay him you know 11 mil but it frees up a little over four million for us which hopefully we spend <laughs> on something but, like you can't yeah. I, I, we've got a good it's weird because they've, they've had like so many additions but it just still seems like we're missing something you know i mean a leader on the team i mean yeah. we've got i mean Better in presence. yeah i mean so, that's what it is it's a very young team I mean, the the veteran presence is Jarvis Landry, who's been hurt. Um, and he's like 27. <laughs> yeah, like he's been around yeah. and he's been great. But, like, he came from Miami where they didn't like him for no reason. Um, right. where he caught a 1,000 passes. Like, um, And then you've got OBJ, who's, uh, again, nobody liked him in New York for no reason. Um, I mean, who are you going to follow on that team? Like, it just – it's weird. They need to bring it even just to give somebody money. Like I would say sign Josh McCown again, uh, just to have him around to like hang out. <laughs> he was good morale booster. Yeah. Hey guys, yeah. it could be worse. <laughs> right. And he would come in and like, um, yeah. he could come in and still win games. Like the dude's a stud. Like it's not, yeah. it's not like he's a scrub anyways. Um, but other than that, I mean, so on the list was the OBJ and Landry, uh, they said uh, Stefanski said OBJ's at 100% now, so that'd be great. Uh, he looks yeah. good running routes with other quarterbacks in the offseason and full camera squads around him at all times, which is cool. Yeah, 
I, I'd like to see him, you know, it sucks that he's healthy and now we don't have any OTAs, many camps, barely any training camp, it sounds like, you know. Yeah, if you're Baker Mayfield, you get on the next plane out there. Like, it looks like the guy's house is big enough to, like, he's got a field in his backyard, go out there, run some yeah. routes. I don't want to dog OBJ because everybody dogs OBJ, but I do kind of wish he would just go to Baker. Like, Baker shouldn't have to go to him. You know, yeah, but. I mean, you saw that with the Tom Brady thing. Like, Randy Moss was out in California with Tom Brady all, yeah. all summer that year. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's also the COVID thing. So, like, if he's yeah, allowed know, to fly situation. out there or whatever. So, right. you kind of see that. Um, Landry looks like he's rehabbing. So, hopefully, he's ready a couple weeks in. Um, he's shown his scars and everything. But he said he's at, like, 80% or something like that, I think I I'll saw. I'll take it. That's not bad. Yeah. No, I mean, he played Especially decent for how, how minimal activity they're going to have, so he'll have time to, you know, heal more before the season starts. Yeah, so good. which is, yeah, it is good. Um, and then, again, COVID update on week two. I guess this is going to be, I mean, it's going to be the big story all year round anyways. Um, they dropped two of the preseason games, so there's only two preseason games for before the season. Um, and then the NFLPA voted to get rid of the preseason completely uh, so they can give it another couple weeks for the season to start. So there is no preseason now? I haven't seen that yet. The owners haven't dropped it. Like the, the PA oh, voted the together, yes, that they're fine yeah. with dropping okay. it, which ob- obviously they're fine dropping it. I mean, they yeah. don't want to play. They make no money. They make like 600 bucks or something a game. Well, right, and they no played game. for like 15 minutes, and they got to fly to yeah. like fucking Cincinnati for no reason. Yeah. Which is, again, another garbage town. Um, <laughs> I, I actually like Cincinnati. I almost went there. Um, shout out to Cincinnati. Well, let's talk about the man of this episode, because um, we already dove into that deeper than I thought it was going to be. We want this to be timeless, Jimmy. you got to keep me – got to stop me from talking shit too long. True. Um, but it's fine. Uh, we're going to talk about the quarterback, our quarterback. Uh, numero seis. Jimmy's got the jersey on this time, um, actually representing. Um, we'll get a picture of that later. Um, thing that I learned about Baker Mayfield, because everybody knows the story, walk on to Texas Tech, walks on to Oklahoma, uh, goes on to be the number one pick. Uh, also, number one quarterback with the middle name of Reagan. Did not know that. Oh. There you go. That's a fun fact. Yeah, shout out to Wikipedia. I was like, they're like Baker, Reagan, Mayfield. I don't know if he wants to have that uh, advertised because, I mean, whatever, uh, gender roles and whatnot. But I actually kind of like it. could be worse middle names, okay? (laughs) It's a family name. (laughs) (laughs) Baker, Reagan, Mayfield III. Like, you guys could get a (laughs) T-shirt. There's our first merch. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah, little bio, uh, went to, he played high school ball, Austin, Texas, uh, went to Texas Tech as a walk-on. Um, they say, Wikipedia again, uh, said that um, it is, the story is he's the first ever walk-on freshman to start the season for somewhere. So I don't know if that's true. Yeah. I didn't want to look that up, uh, but some, the quarterback hurt his back. Uh, was the 2013 Offensive Freshman Player of the Year in the Big 12, uh, which they don't have defenses, so that's a big deal to be the Offensive yeah. Player of the Year. Um, and then they had a fallout with the staff at Texas Tech, walked on to Oklahoma. There was that whole thing where he lost the season uh, to that, walked on, uh, ended up getting to start again. Um, and then do you want to, I'm going to list off everything that he won at Oklahoma here. Uh, Go for it. All right. So we got, uh, the Heisman, obviously, uh, we got the Maxwell award, Walter camp award, Davey O'Brien, which is the best QB AP player of the year that year, uh, two time big 12 offensive player of the year, two time all American and three time all big 12. Uh, and my note in the doc is the guy was really good in college. Uh, he was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he was real good. Um, but everybody hated him for uh, brash. Various reasons. <laughs> yeah, everything. <laughs> like He's the, the next Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Yeah, they said the next Johnny Manziel. But, like, Johnny Manziel never threw 470 against Akron. All right? So. Yeah, true. It was pretty Very close. True. Just watching it, like I was reading through his stats on some of his first seasons, and I forget uh, what was the team. Um, 
I forget who it was, but it was like he had thrown two interceptions. It was like a Browns game. It was 100% a Browns game. Oh, yeah. Where he, had, he had thrown two interceptions until the fourth quarter. Uh, maybe it was West Virginia. And he just comes through and he's like, all right, we're just going to win this game now. Like he just turned it on, which I think that's a problem we're going to have to deal with where he yeah. – I think he now learned that he can't just turn it on. This yeah. Season. It's got to yeah. be consistent. Hopefully he can get a, a little bit of that back. Yeah. I would hope so. I mean, it would also help that people actually uh, are healthy and work with people. So that'd be cool. Yeah. And um, have some sort of offensive line. Well, yes. I mean, we do. it's held together with duct tape right now. Um, right. But one of the reasons, or uh, here are the few of the reasons that people didn't like him. And a lot of times, these are the reasons why I did like him. Uh, just because I, I did like Johnny Manziel. I was a Johnny Manziel guy. Um, obviously history has proved me wrong. Uh, he officially, uh, Johnny Manziel officially retired, uh, since our last episode. So I saw shout that. out to Johnny yeah, Manziel. I saw that. He was, he was, um, fighting people in his Instagram comments, I guess, over the weekend. For what? What, what is <laughs> there to fight trouble. about? I have no idea. I couldn't, I couldn't look into it. I didn't really care. I just when the Alouettes don't name. want you, like, <laughs> what are you, yeah. you going to do? When he's not allowed in the XFL, like, that's your league, Johnny. You're not allowed in. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that'd be the best. That's the perfect spot for him. And they're I just know. like, nah. Well, now the, the whole league's like, nah. Cause it's yeah, that's gone, also true. Yeah. Pay Oliver Luck, fucking XFL. Um... <laughs> Oliver Luck needs to pay the players that he didn't pay. <laughs> well, he, that's not him. Okay, Vince. Yeah, Vince McMahon's a trash person. Like, who's had a worse 2020 than Vince McMahon? Like, he left all those people in Abu Dhabi uh, when, like, they were going to try to, like, kill everybody. And then... That was in 2020? I thought that was last year. It might have been late 2019. All right, fine. We'll say the last 12 months, all right? Sure. So it's in there. And then the XFL were, like... it It actually had some steam. Like, I liked watching the games. And then he just, like, it just goes defunct because the virus takes it out. And then he's just, like, right. not going to pay anybody. And then he his name's gotten dragged. Like, even wrestling people have dragged his name. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty um, common knowledge that Vince McMahon's a DOS, I think. But He's the Gary Indian of pro sports yeah. promoters. He, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. Um all right, cool. We'll Is start. That gonna be a recurring bit now. <laughs> I guess I don't. We'll probably. I'll forget by next time. I'll have to make a note yeah, in the doc better. to bring it up. Um, cool. So we've got the public intox in uh, Arkansas, uh, which to me, like, it took a while for me to see that video. But like, of course, like the week going up to draft day, like they showed it yeah. a thousand times, and I was like, if he can take that hit and still get up from it, he's yeah. good. Like, here's the thing about that. I could give a shit less about that. And here's the reason why. Are you trying to tell me that given the right circumstances that you and me in 2010, 2011 would not have done the same thing? Oh, 100%. We're just not, yeah. I mean, we're, we're not Baker Mayfield. Like we're not going to be. We were just never, we were never confronted in that situation. Like, no. but there's plenty of times that could have happened. Oh, 100%. Like, and like, there, over were, like, and over again. there yeah. were times that we were like looking for it. Like it's, I mean, maybe not so much you, but like in, in our group of people, um it just had oh i gotta talk to you after this about uh one of our friends uh but <laughs> i look forward to that um but like uh he it like it just it happened like i guess from like the situation because of course i read back on it a little bit like he was out drinking he was chirping a little bit um he was like in a confrontation with somebody then the cop showed up they told him to stay still. He realized, oh, shit, I'm Baker Mayfield in a situation I shouldn't be at. Uh, yeah. Ran away. Uh, they ended up tackling him against a brick wall. And he got back oh. up. Looked like looked like a champ. Such a good though. hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a good hit. I was yeah. like, this dude's this dude's durable. Like, if he was – if Miles Garrett hit him in the head with the helmet, we wouldn't have had to suspend him the rest of the year because he's a real – Do you guy. think – do you think if that didn't happen, he gets any Johnny Manziel comparisons? Like, no. outside of, like, their same, you know, the, the way they play the game. But I don't think those comparisons are that um, that strong if that doesn't happen. No, it was just it, it, he was the party. He's a shorter quarterback who yep. moved around a little bit, liked to improv. So he kind of – he didn't even really play like him that much. He didn't have the legs that Manziel did. No, yeah. Did. He, he was – they just – you know, he had he was a little bit mobile and he was shorter. Those are the only comparisons. I he think, liked to party. Of... He, he had fun right. and he got arrested the one time. Had to do like 30 hours of 
like <clears throat> of uh, community service. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, yeah. And that's the only reason. And it's just easy to bury a guy who has a good time and likes to talk shit and then gets caught doing yeah. something. Like if he wouldn't have gotten right. caught doing that, like he would have just been the guy who talks shit and he's fiery. Now he's got a record. Um, yeah. But yeah. like you add the other stuff on the list, the Kansas crotch grab, uh, which I don't think is his fault. Like the guy, I mean, it is his fault. He grabbed his crotch and like flicked off the crowd and told him to go fuck themselves, uh, which I mean, you're not supposed to do. Um, told but, him to go watch basketball. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what, like that's great. Yeah, he's playing against yeah. Kansas and he's talking to shit. Yeah. Like they didn't have yeah, any it's, reason it's to. A, it's a, it's um, it's it's good thought process. You know, he's quick. Yeah, he's good. It's great improv. Knocking down hecklers. But, like, if you shake the dude's hand before the game, you don't have this to worry about at all. Like, it's the the Richard Sherman thing all over again where Richard Sherman says he doesn't shake his hand. Dude's there to talk some shit, but he will shake your hand. We don't even have that on this list, and that's something that's, you know, notable of of just why does this guy draw this kind of bad attention? You know what I mean? It's so annoying. Well, that – I mean, some of it he does bring on himself. The Ohio – flag plant uh, I have on the list because I mean I was watching that game it was was it game one or game two of the season like it was way early in the season it was game two I think it was the first big game of the season really for OSU uh big Ohio State yeah weird thing about Wisconsin don't care about Ohio State that's the first time that's ever happened in my life yeah yeah (laughs) it's like it's you go into a bar and you're like there's no pictures of Eddie George up here at all. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Um, yeah, you won't see those. You'll get a couple of Joe Thomas, you know. Um, yeah, Russell true. Wilson's probably big out there, right? I don't know. I haven't seen any Russell Wilson stuff. No. Yeah, so that was, um, it was week two. I think Ohio State was ranked second. And I don't remember what Oklahoma was. but Sixth? It was a bit, it, it was maybe a, yeah, four. maybe something like that. I know they, were, they weren't number one, so it was definitely an upset, you know, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, so again, uh, here's the thing that I didn't like about the flag plant. You played on the field for four quarters, kicked the shit out of them. You beat them. Um, I remember that game top to bottom. It was not even really a game. Like, I mean, it was kind of close, but not really. Um, But you played on the field. You know that it's turf. What are you trying to plant (laughs) a flag and turf for? I'm I'm completely against that. I, I, I disagree completely. I think that moment was awesome. I hated it at the time being an Ohio state fan and that game sucked, you know, yeah. going in number two, Baker Mayfield kicks. I'm not against, I'm not against the planning of the flag. I'm against yeah. trying to plant a flag in turf. That's uh, you're my against problem. the actual, the, the literal act. <laughs> yeah. Like okay. we just praise him say, for being smart, but then he's just like, oh, I'm going to plant the flag. Great idea. Yeah. Playing he's on also turf. an asshole though, you know, but yeah. I, I, my my thing is, I, and the reason I love that is because as a Browns fan with Baker Mayfield on the roster, don't you want to see that happen in Pittsburgh? Oh, I want to. Re- there is a picture of me in my uh, my Packers jersey because since I'm so new, of me wiping my butt with a terrible towel on Facebook. So like, oh, from yeah, the Super send Bowl. Send that to me. I, I have I got a new uh, post I'll have to put together here. All right, I'll find it. I'll have to I'll have to figure yeah. it out. Um, new to the Browns, but always hated hated Pittsburgh. <laughs> but yeah. uh, um, well, no, I think I think the picture I have of me blowing my nose in a terrible towel is at a Super Bowl party we were at when the Packers were playing the Steelers. Yeah, for the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah. mine was the yeah. same night. It's uh, probably the same terrible towel. Yeah, yeah, it's the same one. Um, shout out to Kyle Yater. Yeah, um, Kyle Yater <laughs> dealing cards in Columbus. If you're listening, shout out. Um, but. So we had all the bad things in college. We had that. But, like, the thing that really won me over, I have it in the off the field because it's, like, yes, he did all that crazy shit, but, like, he would always kind of come for, like, the team. When he was sick before the Georgia game his senior year or whatever year that was, uh, before he came out of the draft. And I remember watching it, like, even before it was, like, an idea – that he was coming to, like, he was going to be drafted number one. It was like, it would be great to have this dude on our team because he was, like, he was sick. Um, everybody had been asking all week if he was going to play, like, what was going on. And, like, the media day, he was going to skip it. But then he decided to come to media day when he was sick and just be like, look, I know if I'm not here, you're going to ask every one of my guys where I'm at. 
and yeah. I don't want you bugging them. Like this should be their time. Yeah. And like that to Take me was like off of them. Yeah. yeah, he's a team guy. Like he might do something on the field, but like he's not gonna. He's out there not stealing the show. He's just doing really well. Yeah, yeah, I can appreciate that. It's that's my thing. I, I hate when the attention's on you know certain people for the for the wrong reasons, and to be able to you know take that bullet and you know kind of see that coming to where hey, if I'm not going to be here, it's going to be hell for my team. So right. Um, yeah. Let's. I mean, let's breeze through rookie season. I spent a lot more time prepping this than we need to talk about it. Um, obviously drafted number one, uh, thanks to John Dorsey making the big pick, uh, dressed up like Brett Favre on his draft day. Love that. Big fan. Um, yeah. Big fan of Brett Favre. Big fan of, this is a big Brett Favre, uh, podcast. Um, especially now that we're in Wisconsin, I get to come out as being in love with Brett Favre forever. Um, please don't send me pictures of your penis though. Um, came in, uh, <laughs> week three. After Tyrod got hurt, that was our number one uh, moment in the countdown on the Instagram at Browns Out of Town um, for coming in, making the Bud Light coolers open. Um, That was just a great time to be alive and a great Thursday. I think I was at work or just off work when that happened. But yeah, um, yeah, good game. Good game all around. I think Joe Buck was on that call and just having to listen to him call a good Baker Mayfield game after listening to him, you know. Where do you stand on Joe Buck? Cleveland, like I, I know Indians people hate Joe Buck. Um, I love Joe Buck. He's he's one of the best in the game. Yeah. Nah. Like every single, he was on Cowherd once, and uh, Cowherd said it the best. And I know Cowherd hates Baker, so we probably shouldn't bring him up. But Cowherd's one of the best in the game because he even said he goes, "I say things that are going to make people listen and make people argue about it forever." So my name's in the thing. He's a genius. Um, But Joe Buck was on there, and Cowherd goes. Everybody hates you because you actually call the game uh, like you're not a fan of anybody. So Indians fans think that you're a fan of the other team. Whoever the Indians are playing thinks you're a fan of the Indians. Like you're very like down the road, down the middle. And so that's why everybody hates him because it'll sound like he's cheering for the other team and he'll sound like he hates your team. My gripe for the 2016 World Series was that he didn't sound like he was cheering for the Cubs. He was cheering for Kyle Schwarber, like just one guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. It was annoying, that's all. But I also don't care about baseball that much. Um, yeah. I mean, if anybody wants to come on the podcast and talk about baseball, you're more than welcome. Uh, you and Jimmy can talk about the fucking Indians while I sit in the background and talk about how you guys spiders. have – yeah, spiders. Yeah, come on, guys, change the goddamn team name. Um, <laughs> like it's it's not that big of a deal. Just be the Cleveland Block C's. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, yeah. Nobody's gonna go to the nobody is, is gonna go to the game anyways. The stadium's at like thirty percent capacity regardless after opening week and yeah, we've been social distancing for the past like ten years. What was that? I said they've been social distancing for the past ten years. Yeah, I always said that if they need a place to social distance, they should just play all sports in Marlins Stadium because uh, there's never anybody in there. Um, no. I don't think anybody's there. Um, okay, so we took over for Tyrod. Um, week three, everybody loved him right off the rip. Um, still floundered a little bit in the next few games. Week eight, the uh, George W. Bush of Cleveland football. Hugh Jackson is finally gone. Uh, so is Haley for whatever reason. Uh, but they just flushed the baby with the bathwater, um, bringing in our Lord and Savior, Freddie Kitchens, uh, to open up the game because nobody cared anymore. And he just looked like a rock star, uh, throwing his 27 touchdowns. Uh, he had 14 interceptions, which is a lot, but when you're throwing 27 touchdowns, um, and that was in what? So math-wise here, that's only 14 games. I mean, if you would have had the yeah, whole 13, season, you would have crushed it. Starts. Yeah, yeah, 13 starts. So and thanks to Jackson. And the second half and uh, against uh, the Jets. But yeah. <clears throat> you, I, I, f- I forget that um, the Browns are on hard knocks, hard knocks that season. So when you said, you know, for fired Todd Haley for whatever reason, it was because of hard knocks, really. Oh, yeah, you because they didn't like each other. Confrontation. Yeah, yeah, you could see it. Yeah. I mean, you could see the confrontation, but, like, you could also see, like, I don't, if, if hard knocks wasn't there, that was still going to happen. It's just Hugh Jackson had to, like – be like I'm in charge because the cameras yeah. are there. Yeah, it's 
still one of the best conversations I've seen on Hard Knocks. I, I Made Freddy Kitchens look smart, which we know that that's yeah. like one. That's the longest yeah. he's ever Did been Knox smart. Get Freddy like, Kitchens the job. Yeah, one hundred percent. They're like, look at this game tape of Freddy yeah. Kitchens being smart. I don't think you can do yeah. it for a full year, and I guess they were right. Um, yeah. All right, finish the season seven, eight, and one. Uh, I still hate that tie. Uh, we should have won that game three uh, times. Worst game ever. Dude, what are we doing? Like, we need a kicker, and then whatever. Um, that season, so that happens, and then they get screwed in in uh, in, uh, in New Orleans because they almost beat New Orleans. Yeah, that was an overtime game like as well. Like week two. Yeah, it's crazy. They should have, but they should honestly, the beginning of that season, they should have been three and zero, and that's just like Hugh Jackson's trash. Like mm-hmm. that's all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the kicker shouldn't have missed three field goals. Fine. Um, you shouldn't have been shouldn't in that be position. in a position to rely on a kicker though. Yeah, time opinion. management is Hugh Jackson has yeah. always been terrible Sorry, time management. Actually. It's fine. I mean, I'm sure he would even say that that guy's a clown. Um, second season, we're really going to fly over this because neither one of us had anything to say about it. It was a forgettable and season. Nothing happened. Yeah, it was Six a very forgettable 10. season. Yeah, Q, uh, touchdown to interception split, 22 to 21. Uh, bad scheme, had to force balls to hurt receivers. Brady Kitchens wouldn't run the ball with the best running back in the league, in my opinion. I don't, I don't get right. it. So well, the other, the other, the other highlight to the season is obviously adding OBJ. You know, weapons for Baker, but as we know, that didn't turn out the way well, we thought hurt. it would because he was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we added some normal wide receivers. Like yeah. that's, which is kind of the cool thing is like our hurt wide receivers are normal wide receivers. I guess that's a good thing this, to have. This a is going to turn into, yeah, I, yeah, I, they were normal wide receivers. Absolutely, that's a good way to put it. The other thing that – this is going to turn into a Freddie Kitchens bitch session, but what happened to Rashad Higgins? Like, where was he? Gone. He's, Baker, he's Baker's main guy. Like, and, and When he resigned and everybody on the team was like, thank God he resigned, it was like, all right, yeah. cool. Like, he, he's doing something. Yeah, and then you don't see him at all. So, Fucking hopefully Freddie he's Kitchens included this year. Gary he's still in the roster, football so. coaches. <laughs> <laughs> They seem great on paper. Like the the Jacksons came from them. Like you know, like you like you have Michael Jackson, and then like you just back it up with yeah. like you're the Tito of fucking sound of sounds. Um, right. All right, go into your tirade here on why you. I haven't even looked at this. I just want to know what what you're talking about here. I I don't watch ESPN much. I, uh, the clips I watch from ESPN are just on YouTube anymore because I don't have cable. So, mm-hmm. but all I see on there from Get Up, any of the big shows, is somebody on there talking shit about Baker Mayfield. For no reason. I don't get it because nothing's happening right now. He's not doing anything. The latest thing he did was stand up about saying that he's going to kneel for the national anthem. But there's constantly talk of should Stefanski bench Baker Mayfield? Should they sign Cam Newton, which we can get into if we need to? Um, we talked about it a little bit last week. Oh, for one. And, right, exactly. But I, I, I just I don't I don't understand it. The same thing happens to OBJ, but this is a Baker Mayfield episode. But I just don't understand the talking points for ESPN, I guess it's the, the Colin Cowhart approach is it's a name that gets viewers, but it's just annoying as a Brown fan. Yeah. And I mean, it's, a, it's kind of, especially after last season where like my, it's, it can be a Brown thing completely. I mean, Baker Mayfield gets into it because he's that he's the face of the team and he was yeah. supposed to like save us from everything. Um, but I mean, you give him two shit coaches and expect him to carry the team to, to where, yeah. um, but like, they bring it up and like even this year they're like well we don't want to bury the browns team by giving them too much attention because you see what happened last year and like right. we should have all known and then they just like but they, that's how they start it and they're like we shouldn't even do this but here we go like they're yeah. gonna do it seven i just want to go under the radar i don't i don't want anybody to talk about us i just want to show up and play that's it i don't but why don't they talk about the steelers like they got a a giant porn addicted quarterback who raped a chick in college. And like, you know, because he, he went a few Super Bowls. They should be, he should be on there every single episode. Yeah. Because I mean, he's won Super Bowls. He's a hall of fame quarterback until like social justice warriors find out that he exists. Like it's going to be like, you don't like, how do you ignore that? You have one of the most dynamic football players in the history of ever in Lamar Jackson, you don't hear Ravens news all the time. Like, what are you just not allowed to make fun of either of those yeah, guys? I think it's I think it's just an easy punching bag. Honestly, I think it's you know the Baker Mayfield highlight, the Baker Mayfield clip on YouTube is going to get likes and views, and and it's going to piss it's going to piss Cleveland people off because 
I mean, even I'm waiting until like the right person finds our podcast. Cause like I was a part of a, like a Browns group for the last couple of years. And anytime you'd be like, why don't you run the ball? They'll be like, you're not a true Browns fan because you don't believe that they do everything right. And it's like, well, have you watched Browns football for the last 20 years? Like they've been trash. Yes, I have. Yeah. Like they make uh, terrible coaching decisions. <clears throat> Like terrible coaching decisions. Like, do you think that like they'd be up against the Patriots? You're like, do you think they're gonna win? And like, you vote in the poll, like, no, because they're not gonna win. And people are like, oh, you don't believe. Uh, Yeah, it's like that's true. Oh, Oh, what is it? Boomers. Yeah. Yeah, it's dog pound underground. Oh, Oh, dog pound underground. I didn't care what it was. I wasn't gonna join. I was just saying it's a it's a bunch of boomers in there probably. And it's just like a bunch of people who like yes we have a podcast about it, but their entire life is the like they've been working at the same stupid fucking job for forty five years, and like Sunday's the only thing they have to look forward to, and then they talk about it all week, which is us. But um, true. Like we, it's, it's not like hey if they lose we're gonna bitch about it for an hour and then we're gonna move on to like the next week, and like it's not gonna ruin our entire life like. Right. I don't know. Like, you, it, they're not going to beat Tom Brady. Like, when I went to the game when Tom Brady came back after the deflate gate suspension, and, like, they just got waxed, like, the entire game. And, like, people were pissed that there were so many Pats fans in the stadium. Like, we're the true Browns fans. I was like, I was sitting row three, but I was almost – like, I wasn't cheering on Tom Brady, but I was excited to see him back. He's the best in fucking football. Like, yeah. he's great. I mean, watch- same thing happens. I went to the Cowboys game a couple years ago, and it was the same thing. You know, it's mostly – Cowboys fans like when we went to the Chargers game was that last year and like yeah yeah last year yeah we went to the Chargers game and walloped yeah we got destroyed and it's just like at a certain point you're like Philip Rivers is just crushing at this game and you have to appreciate it and people are like not a brown it's like shut up like he's one of the best ever for a reason yeah but people just hate the Browns for no reason um I do want to hit this real quick. I put a lot, like, again, I put too much work into something that doesn't need to be spent that much time on um, because we talked about the past. We talked about why people hate Baker Mayfield. Let's talk about why I'm excited for Baker Mayfield this season when slash if it happens and we get any practice in here. Uh, I did a little bit of research on Baker versus Kirk Cousins um, over the last two years. And I know that they play a different kind of style of football um, in the past, but I think under Stefanski uh, with the running game that we have, because Minnesota went through the running game well, they had a better offensive line, uh, but I think we're getting there with the offensive line. I think our weapons on the outside are better. I think this is a good comparison worth making um, because Cousins over the last two years uh, in Minnesota, uh, he had 103 passer rating, a 69.7 completion percentage, um, 56 touchdowns to 16 interceptions, which is insanity. Like, he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, But the big one that I found is he had 10.8 yards per completion versus Baker having an 85.9 passer rating, 61.5% completion percentage, 49 to 35 on touchdown to interceptions, and a 12 yards per completion. Now, season one, I think it was a big deal. Like, they did that deep ball shot a lot because they had nothing to lose. But I think getting down closer to that 10 yards per reception is where we want to be with the running game and the weapons that we have. Like, obviously, open it up and have your big shots. But that's how Minnesota worked. You work through the running game, work to the wide receivers after you have the box tightened up a little bit um, instead of having to force it down the field every time. So that's why Baker's numbers are going to be so high is because his only plays are going to be those big plays. The rest are going to be interceptions or incompletions. Right. Yeah. We touched on this last week a little bit that, you know, Minnesota and Cleveland make up, um, or have, have a, you know, similar talent level. I think it's just a matter of how it's utilized. Um, obviously Minnesota utilized a lot better than what Cleveland was able to do last year. But I think that Stefanski coming in, will know how to use the weapons we do have, you know, we have two top five, two top 10 running backs. Like we talked about last week, there's no reason we shouldn't be able to, you know, center the offense through them and then let Baker do what he can off play action. Yeah. Um, there's then, no reason not to. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we have an actual coaching staff. Those, uh, it's going to take a little bit of time to gel with the team. I mean, this, I'm almost giving Stefanski a pass on this season because I mean, everybody deserves a pass. Like it might end up like the MLB where they play five games and you have the fucking jets win the Super Bowl just to get people interested. Yeah. But uh, the big thing uh, that I put in here was it took Kirk Cousins 
to play as many. It took him four years to play as many games as Baker did in two years. So Baker is has played as many. Like so, the point I'm trying to make with this is Kirk Cousins was a backup for so long and was just thrown in there and was like the big backup guy that was solid. Baker, yes, he tried to slow it down so he got that time to learn. Congratulations, but. When you're backing up Tyrod Taylor, that's different than backing up RG3 or whoever, like some dynamic yeah. player. Um, so, I mean, he's still got – it took Cousins four years. Like, he got to dribble in and get in there, get the experience over four years. Baker was thrown in there in the two years. So, like, he's still got a high ceiling. Like, everybody wants to make the Peyton Manning, like, thing since he broke the record. Um but, like, you got to give him a few more seasons. I know we talked about it last week on how, how many seasons is he going to give Cleveland. Um, but I think Cleveland gives him at least five years. Yeah, I think they need to. It, we've had too many quarterbacks in the 19, since 19, 1999, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But Right, um, right. Uh, but yeah, the big it, thing, I think – it's sorry. But, uh, just to round off my Cousins versus Baker argument on why I think this is going to work, I think Vegas agrees with me. Uh, because the only prop that they had on players right now is MVP. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a plus 5,000, again, through FanDuel, like everything else um, that we do on here. Kirk Cousins has a plus 5,000 chance of being the MVP. So every $100 you put down, you win 5,000. Um, Baker is plus 2,900. So it's almost twice the twice as easy for Baker to get MVP, they think. Yeah. I, I think the reason behind that is we know who Kirk is. Like he's he's gonna play like last year. He's gonna play marginally better, marginally worse. You know, somewhere around there. That I mean, the big thing is how does. much of that was Stefanski. Like it's like the Tom right. Brady question. Because right. he didn't pop much. He's not he's not a great quarterback. He's not a terrible quarterback. He's a mediocre quarterback. You know, we know who he is. With a great agent. Potential. Yeah. <laughs> with yeah. With yeah, a great so. agent. We should figure out who, who Kirk Cousins' agent. Yeah, is. he's got a great agent, Patrick Mahomes. Dude, how did that not come up? What is wrong with us? I know. I, I meant to bring it up earlier, but that's it is, insane. Everybody else has already brought it up a thousand times. Yeah. But like 10 yeah. years, 500 and some thousand, or 500 and that's some thousand. That's a baseball thousand. contract, man. Did you see how much was like guaranteed? It was like four or like, something. That, yeah. 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 It's crazy. It must be nice. I should have been an NFL quarterback. If I, that's, right. that's what I should have chose to be. Um, let's hit the, the second to last thing. Your boy Baker kneeling for the anthem. How how do you feel about it? I'm okay with it. I think more people need to stand up for that. Not stand up literally, but you know, stand up for what they believe in. <laughs> All right, stand so up for the national anthem. But are you okay with it or are you pro it? Because there's a very big I, difference. If there's gonna be you know um, drama around the Browns, yeah, I would 100% rather have it be around Baker kneeling for the national anthem. There other things that would you know annoy me much more and this doesn't annoy me at all yeah I don't think it's a problem and I mean what's he supposed to do like like he's not Drew Brees Drew Brees is 40,000 years old like Baker's like grown up where in a society where like you're allowed to talk about black people being um put down uh by whoever it may be the entire system uh by the way um again if you hate it get over it get a life uh this is a browns podcast but the browns are part of life and when millionaires talk about things actually changing we have to bring it up um yeah. so i mean and he ha- like what is it 65 percent of nfl locker rooms are black people so like most yeah. of your friends at the most of the people you work with are people who are like systematically fucked it, they just happen to be very good at something that pays a lot of money right and a lot of them come from poor circumstances and are lucky to get out of there because of the system. How are you not going to, like, you would be a bad leader if you didn't, like, if you talk to the other people on your team and they were like, look, this is what we want to do. You're like, yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything less from Baker. I mean, he's, a, he's an outspoken guy. Of course he's going to nail for the anthem, you know, he, he's, and it's he's, for he's a good cause. It's not like he's him. not, I'm sick of the art. Like we don't need to do 45 minutes on this, but like I'm sick of the like it's disrespecting the flag, it's disrespecting the troops. Like at first Kaepernick sat on the bench, and then they talked to well, who was it? Nate Solber or something like that. Like somebody who was actually yeah. a veteran uh, pulled him aside and was like, "The most respectful way to do it is to kneel, so you don't do this." Like it, so yeah. it got lost in the sauce somewhere. So like they pick, they talk to a veteran. 
and he said to kneel because it's more respective to the flag and it still makes your point and you're still there with the rest of your team and it's like how there's no argument here like you're just mad that people want to go like Richard Jefferson former Cleveland Cavalier champion Richard Jefferson had a good take on it on the other day yeah yeah um he uh he, he talked about it's not about kneeling it's you know about what the kneeling means you, you stop talking about people kneeling stop talk, start talking about why they're kneeling you know that's that's what it is but what why don't you use your platform to dip, like there are so many people who watch nfl football that yeah. that is like you're getting paid to play why do they need to be on the field for the national anthem that wasn't even done until the army started dumping money into it? Like, why right. is all of my tax money yeah. being spent on a stupid song being played before an NFL game? Like, why? There's just don't play the thing. You can put it in your iPod, pretend that you do it. Do you stand up and salute the flag at home when it comes on your television? Yeah, you're sitting on your couch, like in between piss breaks. Yeah. You know, eating a hot dog. These guys can kneel. Yeah, fine. Who gives a shit? And I mean, if you are standing up at home, like if you are a vet and you stand up at home, I'm sorry. Uh, but if you're not and you stand up at home, you're a fucking nerd. But you have but to like, agree, 98% of people watching NFL games are not doing anything during the 99.9. 98 is very, like... I was being conservative. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're giving yeah. them a lot of credit. Too conservative. I'll give, why did I give them that extra percent? <laughs> I don't, they don't deserve it at this point. All right. Are you ready for the line that I wrote the other day that I thought was a really good line? And now that I read it, it, it's not a really good line. I literally just read it like 30 seconds ago. So go for it. I'm embarrassed by it now, but I got to do it. From a quarterback who wants to kneel for justice to a history of quarterbacks that have abused our psyches. Let's rank some quarterbacks. (laughs) Let's rank some quarterbacks. And we need some like music for this. Bop, 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 bop. It's the top. All right. So. I didn't – I have a list pulled up of the quarterback since 1999. I should have asked – like, so obviously it's Browns quarterbacks. Is it the best or our favorite? I was going, you know, a combination of the both is okay. what I did. Yeah. Because so when I looked at it – yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so I just want to explain this. So, you know, Ray is not a lifelong Browns fan. He might try to say that he is, but he's not. I've never said I've known that. Him, he's a, He's a Packers fan. Well, just in case you do try to, I'm going to get this to play now. Um, oh, you know, since I've known Ray, he's been a Packers fan. Um, he started being a Browns fan once I met him, which is, I don't know, coincidence or whatever. But, um, I wanted so I to be cool be like to, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool. <laughs> Me and my Browns fan, you know, <laughs> just all this misery in my life. It's it's intoxicating, yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be cool to have us rank, you know, our top, top five quarterbacks since 1999 when the Browns came back. Um, so... Let's uh, let's debut this. What do you think? Um, Are we, we doing five, five to one? Okay. Five to one. Yep. Five to one. You want to go number five? Yeah, I'll start with my number five because I'm I wanted to do a mix of uh, one my favorites uh, and uh, two the best ones because like there's arguably like there's some legit quarterbacks that just sucked for us. Uh, but okay, number so, five so for one, me. One second, actually. One second. Let, let me say this too. I'm interested to see, you know, obviously what number five is and how far back you actually go in this list because, you know, I've I've been a Browns fan. I remember watching some of these older quarterbacks in the, you know, 1999, 2000s. So I'm interested to see if you go back that far. My number, right, my number five is Doug Peterson. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going right like up. one game. <laughs> that doesn't, it was, it's, uh, excuse me, Mr. Brown's fan. Uh, he played, he played eight games. Uh, oh, that many. Wow. Okay. In the 2000 season, he won his, he won a Super Bowl. Like he's a Super Bowl winning coach. So he had to be okay. in the top five. Sure. <laughs> and he was the he was the quarterback coach for Brett Favre. Everybody loves Brett Favre now. Like he's yeah, just true. for okay. legacy in itself on a list of a like on a trash can list of quarterbacks. On a, he has on to a be list on of it. garbage quarterbacks. Okay, Doug Peterson. You might as well throw him on there. Okay, he probably is the most accomplished out of my list as well, based off you know actually winning the Super Bowl. Because I don't think uh, one of them might have a Super Bowl. We'll see here. We'll get to that later. Uh, my number five is Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb. Started, he, he only started like 12 games, which I thought he started more than that um, throughout his career from like 2000 to 2004, I think it was. But he is the last quarterback in recent Browns history to lead them to a playoff game and to play in a playoff game. He ended up losing to the Steelers in uh, I think it was 2003, but that's uh, Kelly Holcomb number five. 
All right, number four. Um, I don't want to do the Akron connection, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say Tim Couch because I mean, whatever. Uh, number four, just because he, he again, great quarterback, other places, uh, and he's Jake Delhomme. He he went to a Super Bowl. Uh, he was a great quarterback yeah. for the Panthers. He just fizzled for us for some reason. Like I don't yeah, know he if it's dog shit for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, because he was older, and you know, there's a reason he got a Carolina paycheck from him. us. He got a paycheck. He got a paycheck. That's pretty much what he did. Yeah. Oh, I do that, have a. Can I? Can I do a um like an asterisk for number four, just as an honorable mention, sure. who almost did it just because of the hometown connection? Because I grew up like one like the first high level football games I ever watched. Uh, were University of Toledo football games when I was a kid. And Bruce Gradkowski, I forgot that he had played a game for us. Until he played a game. Yeah. One single game in 08. Um, Bruce Gradkowski. Uh, this list is going about as well as I thought it was going to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's your number four? You said Tim Couch had an Akron connection. What is that? He went to Akron. No, he went to Kentucky. No, You're thinking Charlie Fry. Oh, Look at this fucking Browns fan here. Running God. the Browns podcast over here. God damn. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Back to number four for the real Browns fans list. Um, my number four quarterback is Tim Couch. Okay. He, uh, you know, the number one overall pick, NFL draft 1999 out of Kentucky, um, was with the Browns for, I think, five or six or four or five seasons, um, eventually replaced by Kelly Holcomb. And I think it was Jeff Garcia had a lot of potential, this guy should have been a lot better just was under a dog shit coaching staff you know between uh Carson Palmer and Butch Davis just couldn't do anything with him but I think I think he should have done so much better and I'm so happy that he's starting to do the um the the preseason games which apparently there won't be any of but <laughs> right Baker Mayfield I, I really is, Baker Mayfield's the, not uh, allowed on this game. list right yeah Oh well, he's number one. He's he should be. 99. He's number one. I'm not adding him in my list. It's an asterisk. But go ahead, continue okay. the rest of your thing. Sorry. No, that that's all I add. But uh, just that I'm I'm glad he's you know back in the back in Cleveland doing some work with the um, WKYC. I think. But he's not terrible on television. Um, I'll yeah. give him that. I like that. Um, we should do a list of the quarterbacks that we hate because I have so much hate for so many that. people on this we list. We could do that next time. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Uh, because make, like that would be actually pretty good. Like I should love Trent Dilfer, we could, but, I, but like when we're done he, with this. Yeah, go we ahead. could we could pause this and then uh, come back with a top five terrible quarterbacks. No, we'll do that. To. We'll do that for um <laughs> our wide receiver episode. We'll put people okay. who should have made our wide receiver core better but didn't. Um, that works. All right, number three. Number three. Um, since so since Baker's not on my list because he's obviously our favorite now. Number three, just because just because again a quarterback that I love to hate, he will end up on my hate list. Brady Quinn. Um, okay. He I remember uh, being at the Delt House uh, the night that he came in and just stunk up the room. Uh, yeah. He was garbage, uh, Notre Dame quarterback, uh, brother-in-law of the national champion, Super Bowl champion, and all-around better football player, A.J. Hawk. Um, and just, like, with his sister in that dumb 50-50 jersey, like, that was one of the best nights of my life. I know that you're, like, maritally obligated to be a Notre Dame fan now, um, but I hate Notre Dame almost as much as Michigan. Um, so, I – loved watching him be terrible with the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. He was awful. Best thing that ever happened to Brady Quinn or best thing that ever happened with Brady Quinn is highlight of his career. You know what it is? What's that? Being traded for Peyton Hillis. Oh yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that worked out like I, both of their careers were just about as long. So I, I mean, you would say Peyton Hillis had a better career though. At least one on of them Madden. ended up on the cover of Madden. Yeah. He was on Madden. So yeah. Uh, my number three is uh, Derek Anderson. Okay. The the next quarterback on the list that should have led the Browns to the playoffs, but didn't because of, uh, I think it was the Colts that screwed us that year. Yeah, I mean, I he's number right. two on yeah. mine, so, I mean, take as long yeah. as you want to talk about yeah. him. Yeah, uh, they went 10-6 and six that year. It was a good season. You know, Colin Winslow Jr., Braylon Edwards. Uh, that was the year Jamal Lewis came over from the Ravens, and uh, I think that was the year after he broke the – um, 
rushing uh, rushing yards per game record, which what he didn't do with the Browns, obviously he did with the Ravens, but mm-hmm. you know, so he was actually a halfway decent running back when we got him, which never happens. So um, Derek Anderson's number three. Yep, he's my number two. Uh, what's your number two? My number two is Brian Hoyer. Okay. Which I'm assuming is your number one if Baker Mayfield's not on the list. But, nope. Um, no, really. Well, yeah, yeah, Brian Hoyer's my number two. Um, Why? Probably should have led the Browns to the playoffs again that year, uh, 2011. No, 2000, 2014. I'm way off of my years. Um, they went seven and nine that year, I believe, and I'm probably wrong. Back check me. But uh, that there's so much more potential with that team and the, the way that uh, that Brian led that team that year, especially with Johnny Mantell behind him, <laughs> was was not a good situation for him. But uh, I think if Johnny wasn't there, Brian's a little bit more focused and they do a lot better. Yeah, because uh, I the, my number uno. I mean, yeah, he, he was a good quarterback. I'm like to me, if it's somebody who's good and then just like the team falls apart underneath them. Like, it, it shouldn't have happened. And I get, like, Brian Hoyer, because he's with the Patriots now still, right? Like, so uh, – Did he get re-signed with Patriots? He might have. I yeah. think so. I think that's the, the backup to – he was the backup to Stidham. He's probably going to be coaching somewhere soon. Um, yeah, that would make sense. He's also from yeah, Lakewood. Like, I didn't realize he's from Cleveland. Um, yeah, San Ignatius. Oh, well, that's another reason to hate him. Um, but <laughs> – sorry, Cleveland High School football fans – um, I went to a high school who can't win anything. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's a good quarterback. I like him. Um, he's a stable guy. He's always a good dude to have in the locker room. But the best dude to have in your locker room, uh, and I want him now more than ever because I saw him on an interview. Uh, it was this morning, I believe, and I forgot. I didn't forget that he played for us, but he's my favorite. Uh, the one and only Josh McCown. There you go. Salad. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. He's yeah. he's a great guy to have in there. I mean, he he's should journeyman. be our quarterback coach, but he wanted to play football more. Like he's the best. I know. Like, yeah, I I do wish he was on the coaching staff. He he's so good for the locker room. That's a good point. Like they should bring him be, in to be the backup. He'd be so good for Baker. Yeah. 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 Because he's a well, Texas he's dude too, too isn't he? Didn't he go to? Uh, What's that? Where where'd McCown go to college? Uh, let me see. I'm looking it up right now. I thought you might have known off the top of your head. Um, East Texas player of the year. Yeah, Sam Houston, which is – yeah, it's in Texas. Um, Oh, yeah, Huntsville, Texas. I mean, he's a Texas dude, um, underrated for no reason. Like, it's – he's just a good good player. Love the dude. Yeah. Who's your number one? Um, I already know who your number one is. Because yeah, it's Baker. I didn't. I didn't have any honorary mentions on my terrible quarterback list, you know. But uh, yeah, Baker's number one. Obviously, I think he's got the most potential out of anybody here. Hopefully, he'll prove to be our number one in the future. Um, there's no reason to believe he shouldn't at this point. He's he's a talented kid. Not Seneca Wallace. It is not Seneca Wallace. It is not Colt McCoy. It is not Jeff Garcia. Colt McCoy is not I'm Doug gonna, Peterson. Ty uh, Detmer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not even talking about Colt McCoy, but he's going to be at the very, very one or two on my quarterbacks that I hate because I was all in on Colt McCoy. Yeah, there were a lot of quarterbacks I was all in on. So I that think was the a, first one was probably Jeff Garcia. You have to find that take for next week because I know you found it and you sent it to me about my Colt McCoy take. So that's got to oh, be yeah. featured. Yeah, so, I'll find it to you. Yeah, that's uh, I'll, it's probably in the text. Um, I can't believe you thought Tim Couch went to Akron. I whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> I was I was nine like why would I know that and I was a like you said I'm a, I was a Packers yeah, I know, fan Packers when it happened fan, anyway yeah. so like it doesn't hey, Tim Couch played for the Packers yeah for a hot second <laughs> yeah um yeah, he's back up yeah he's I mean it doesn't matter I mean right. he's Tim Couch he was there for a minute everybody thought he was gonna run the like you draft a Kentucky quarterback what do you think's gonna happen um all right, anything else that you want to hit, Mr. Crawford? No, let's end this before it gets more depressing. I mean, it's, <laughs> this lasted twice as long as I thought it would. So yeah. um, this is, some, yeah, this is some extra content for you guys. Um, but, again, thank you for listening to the Browns Out of Town podcast. Um, hit us up at, at Browns Out of Town. 
Um, again, rate, review, subscribe, reach out on social media. For sure, hit us with your top five Browns quarterbacks. Or, um, yes, yeah, save your bottom five for the next time. But hit us with your top five uh, Browns quarterbacks. Um, hit that up for all your Browns news, NFL news as well. Um, one of these days we'll get a YouTube's up. Um, but that's good. And if you hit the support tab, um, you can get a shout out that I just did for free. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I'll, I'll kiss an envelope and send it to you if you give us money for the support tab. Yeah. Because if a million people give us $1, that's a million dollars. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's pimp this uh, promotion again here. I know on, on, the, uh, on the Instagram there, I said I would drink this warm, probably expired 73 Kolsch. If we is that the one that I bought you or did you stuff? find it before I bought it for you? This is from when you came out. I don't remember if you bought it or if I bought it. No, 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 no. It was around that time. So, Shout out to Joe Thomas. If we, I said that originally if we got 500 followers before the first episode dropped that I would shotgun this. Um, let's do it. If we get uh, 500 followers, what, in the next two months? Or ever? That's I mean, once we get 500. <laughs> How about this? Yeah, once we hit 500, preferably sooner than later because I don't want that to get more expired. Um, yeah, let's do that. Oh, uh, breaking news. As of 42 minutes ago and two days ago, uh, once this comes out, probably Jedrick Wills officially signed. So let's fucking oh, do good. it. Not surprising, but sure. So, yeah. Okay. At Brown's Out of Town, uh, rate, review, subscribe, share it with people if you like it, share it with people if you don't like it. Um, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Um, I'm Ray Roberts at who is Ray Roberts on everything, who is RayRoberts.com. Jimmy, say your Instagram again. All right, Jimmy took his headphones out, but it's at Beers Bourbon Barbecue. His microphone's not working because he works in technology but doesn't get how technology works. Thanks for listening.